Welcome to Sell Your House. This is the show where we talk about everything related to the home selling process. My name is Cliff Holmes from Holmes Property Firm, where we help people with challenging real estate situations. In this episode, we'll be talking about what to do after you've hired your agent in those early days in working with him or her. It all begins with setting expectations. You and your agent will need to get on the same page and setting expectations is a good way to do that. You're going to want to schedule a time to sit down with your agent face to face if possible. If not over the phone is fine, but you want to talk about a couple different things about your listing. You want to discuss price. Now your agent, you will have what you believe, um, in your mind is a, a price you want to make on the home. Of course, if you still own the more on your mortgage, that will be a big determining factor. So I'm sure there's also a profit that you would like to make in a perfect world. But your agent will also have comparable homes in the area. So they'll tell you homes that have recently sold in your area that are close to yours as far as square footage and number of bedrooms and bathrooms and things like that. They will tell you what those homes have sold for and the combination of the comps, the what you owe on your current mortgage and what you would like to you know, the profit you would like to make if possible, those factors will all go, will all come into play in setting your price. But the biggest factor is going to be the comps. I can tell you right now, because you may want a certain amount, but if the comps do not support what you want, then there's no way. Yeah, it, there's not no way, but it, it's, uh, it's doubtful that your house will sell. So you and you and your agent, you want to talk about the price using those factors that I just mentioned. You also want to talk about your, the price schedule. Like I talked about in a previous episode, that 30, 60, 90 day schedule. And just to go over briefly, you set a price and after 30 days, if the price does not, if the price, if the home does not sell that price, you're going to drop it to this. After 60 days, if the home does not sell, we'll drop it to this. After 90 days, home does not sell, we'll drop the price to this. So you want to have that, like I said in that previous episode, you want to kind of have that already worked out. So there's no back and forth with your agent. There's no um, nothing up in the air. When that 30-day window hits, you and your agent have already agreed on that price. So he or she's just going to automatically drop it. You don't even have to have a conversation unless you want to make some type of change, but you've already agreed to that. And the benefit of that is you don't have one less thing you got to worry about further down the road as you don't have to worry about changing the price of your house in the midst of packing up your home, in the midst of shopping for your new home and planning on moving and, and all that kind of other kind of stuff. Uh, so having that 30, 60, 90 day window already worked out ahead of time will be a big benefit to you. You want to talk to your agent about the work you've already done on the property. So anything, any repairs you've made, new roof, uh, new electrical, uh, HVAC repairs, anything, any work that you've done that you can think of, that you know, you want to mention that to the agent. Make sure he or she knows all that up front because that will help them as they are attempting to sell the house. They'll use some of those as um, as bonus points when they're talking to potential buyers. Um 
talk to your agent about what's not up to par. So anything that needs to be repaired, the, the basement or the floors or anything that, that's not up to par that needs repair or that's just not in the, the greatest of shape. Talk to your agent about those things too. Again, be upfront and honest with him or her about those things. If you want, you can even hand them a list of items that you discovered in your walkthrough. In the previous episode, we talked about walking through your home and and identifying any issues or items that may need to be repaired or you know anything that anything that's less than you you would consider perfect or ideal. You can even just hand your agent that list that you have. So he and she could look at the list things that you've already identified and then they can help you strategize accordingly about how you're going to list the house or what should be repaired or things like that based on the information that you've provided them. Communication is huge. So it's a very big component of your relationship with the agent. Open lines of communication are extremely important. So you have to feel comfortable talking to your agent about everything related to your house. If you feel like, oh, if I reach out to them, um, I'll, I'll bother them or um, I know they're busy. So I don't want to do this. If you have to feel that way about this particular agent, you don't have the right one. You have to or you need to change your own mindset, one or the other, because you have to be able to. When something's on your mind, when it's in, when it's related to your home, communicate with your agent based on the communication methods that you or him have previously agreed on. If you have an agent that prefers text messages over everything, you have to feel comfortable texting your agent when you need to address an issue. You have to feel comfortable emailing an agent, whatever that is, and you you. Before you, excuse me, before you hired the agent, you two should have already had some kind of conversations about how they like to receive communications so that their communication style lines up with yours. If you are not good on email, you don't email that much, but your agent prefers email, that's their preferred method, that's not a good match. So you want to have an agent who matches your communication style. So that's something you should have done ahead of time. And so with that in mind, you want to be able to use that common preferred communication style to talk to your agent about everything related to your home. Your agent has to be realistic. You do not want an agent that's going to be unrealistic about anything related to your home. So if they give you unrealistic deadlines, unrealistic expectations, that should be a red flag. If they say, oh, I'll definitely have this house sold in three days, you know, that's I'm not saying agent would do that, but that's something that's unrealistic. So you want to make sure that he or she is giving you realistic goals and alternatives to whatever kind of situation uh, that may arise related to your house. When you're communicating with the agent, you want to make sure that you you. There's understanding with different um, key points related to your house, like uh, the price and the date, et cetera, so that there's no confusion. And when you have these interactions, you want to get as much of it as you can in writing. So a good practice after you've had, a, especially after you've had a verbal conversation with your agent. Now, it could be after this initial time or future times. It's always good practice to send a follow-up email or text message to say, okay, I just want to recap what we said. We talked about this, this, and this. Is this your understanding of our conversation? Let me know. Please please reply and let me know. 
and he or she will say, yes, this is exactly what we talked about. No, I don't recall that. So then you can understand. So that way, when something comes up, your agent can't say, no, we didn't talk about that. You want to make sure that you have it in writing. Yes, we did. And here's why. I've had it. And I wish I had. There have been times in the past where I wish I had taken the advice I just gave. I just Excuse me, I cannot talk today. I've taken the advice that I just provided you with because there were times when I had an agent and we had agreed on something verbally and I told her this is what we agreed on and she said no and I said no, this is what we agreed on. So there there were some there was a discrepancy in the way both of us interpreted that conversation. Had I followed up with some written documentation, we would have had the same understanding. And when she said, this is not what we talked about, I could have then showed her the documentation when you agreed that this is what we talked about. So uh, written communication is definitely helpful. And all of this will help you to be on the same page throughout this whole process. You and your agent, you want to make sure you're walking step, you're walking in step together throughout the whole process to prevent any type of mix-ups or misunderstandings or anything because those could be costly errors later down the road. Throughout the process, your agent will offer their advice. Don't take their expertise for granted. You want to listen to their advice and consider all the options, including options you have not heard of. You hired this person because because you perceive that they are an expert in this field, they're expert in your area, they're expert in the sale of, of, of real estate. So you want to really take their advice to heart, really consider what they're saying. Think about all the options. If they say something and initially it does not sit well with you, give yourself some time to kind of think about it and really consider what they're saying. Now, I'm not saying that the agent is right every time. You'll have times when the agent is completely, may be completely off or it's just not what you want to do, but you want to ultimately the sale of the house is your responsibility. I mean, ultimately it's your house. The agent works for you, but um, if the house doesn't sell, the agent is not the one paying the mortgage every month. You know, <laughs> the agent is not the one who has a bank that, that they have to answer to uh, with mortgage payments and all that. The agent is not the one living there from day to day. This is the, this is not the agent's life. You know, the agent has your own home, their own family they're going to go to after they deal with you for you know, a few minutes or hours, whatever it is, per week. Ultimately, that house is your responsibility. The agent is someone that you have hired to help you um, with the transaction of, of this this big part of your life. But ultimately, uh, you are the one responsible for the sale of your home that the agent will, a good agent will do their best to assist you with. But the proverbial buck has to stop with you on a number of things. Um, You don't have to agree with everything the agent may say or suggest. It's okay to disagree. But one thing that you have to remember, and I say this a lot, that um, a good agent will have years of experience and thousands and, and hours of training. Do not let... What you've seen on a TV show supersede that person's experience. The things you see on TV, and in some cases are edited, and in some cases it's fiction, but it's not a replacement 
for what you've seen on a TV show. And chances are, and like I said, real estate is a very local business. So what you've seen work for somebody else in that market probably won't on TV, probably won't work for you in your market because you have different set of circumstances, different set of buyers. You don't really know when that episode of that show was even recorded. You could be watching something that was recorded a year ago and now you're just seeing it on TV and the the market can completely change within a year. So the factors and in, in the in the um the issues addressed in that show may not be relevant to you and your home. So do not let a couple hours of a TV show replace the years of training and experience that that your agent has has told you. Another thing that your agent will tell you are how things around your house or how things related to your sale of a house are, are law. So he or she will know the legal aspects of the sale. And so you definitely want to pay attention and you want to take heed to the things they say, especially if those things are or have a legal aspect because you're not an expert in this area. And it's okay. That's why you've hired someone. Um, They will tell you things that you really need to follow through on and listen to because the law requires this in order for the sale of sale of your home to happen. So those are things you don't want to drag your feet on. You want to be attentive to. And um, you want to make sure that you're definitely paying attention. As your agent makes recommendations. It's okay for you to ask, is this required to sell my property? Sometimes he or she will say yes. Sometimes they'll say no. So if it's not required to sell your property, you don't really have to do it. Again, it's it's a suggestion. You can take it. You could leave it. But you want to don't be afraid to ask the person as they're making these suggestions. You should do this, this, this and this. Don't be afraid to say, you know, is this really required to sell my property? And if they say no, you can make a decision from there and move on. As you think about all of this, so as you think about your relationship with your agent, it's really it's it is an important factor in the sale of your home. Do not overlook this. Do not overlook the importance of communication and establishing um, operating procedures or how the two of you are going to communicate or the three of you. If you have um, someone else involved, make sure everyone, everyone involved understands, you know, the quote unquote terms of rules of engagement. That's very important. So everyone could kind of understand where we're going with this and and how we're going to communicate with each other, how our relationship is going to be established, because having that strong foundation will allow you to have a lot of success moving forward. And it will ease some of the tension and the heartache that that may happen when things don't go as well as possible. Um, so if you have that good communication, you and your agent will be able to navigate any kind of challenges that may come up in this entire process. So those are just some things to think about. I want to thank you for listening today. I really appreciate it because I know there's a 
number of things that you could have been doing, but I appreciate you giving me some time today to uh, provide you some information that will help you sell your house. If you are in the DMV area, and by DMV, I do mean Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. If you're in that area and you're looking to sell your house, please go over to homespropertyfirm.com. Again, that's homespropertyfirm.com. Tell us about your house. And especially if you have a home that you're that you're having a hard time uh, selling, you you have prepares that you don't want to deal with. You might have inherited it from a, a family member that's passed away. And um, you just an overall like like I said at the beginning of the show, a challenging situation. Please give us a call. That's kind of what we special. That is what we specialize in. So um, we will talk to you and, and help you navigate that. And if we're not the best fit for you, we'll definitely try to find you someone who can help in your situation. Again, homespropertyfirm.com. Go over there and we'll be happy. We'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on social media, facebook.com slash homespropertyfirm. Twitter and Instagram is at Homes Property. Once again, thank you. If you like this show, please do me a favor. Go over to iTunes and leave us an honest review. Hopefully it's five stars, but please leave us an honest review. It really helps a lot. Again, thank you, and I will talk to you next time.